Hi, I'm Daniel Foley from the Abundant Life Training Center, and welcome to our daily community meditation, where today we're talking about memorials. All throughout the Old Testament, you see this concept where God tells the people to make memorials. Every time there was a breakthrough, a miraculous thing that happened in their journey with God, God had them create memorials. Often it was with stones. They had memorial stones that they would have. For example, when the people crossed over the Jordan River into the promised land. God did the miraculous. He parted the waters. They crossed over on dry land to the other side. God had them pick up big stones out of the middle of the river. And they took them over to the other side and they created a memorial with those stones. So that one day he said, when your children ask you, what are these stones for? It will give you an opportunity to tell that story. And so we're going to be asking God for help today because I believe this is a uh, an important principle for us to get right, I believe, as well. This month, we've been talking about recording our journey. We believe in God for a systematic way to record our journey. Think of it like a workbook or a journal or something along those lines that we can use to record our journey. And we're going to be taking communion over this today, asking God to help us to create memorials in our life that we can look back to as a source of encouragement, as a reminder of all the ways that God has come through in our life. And as a source of reminder and remembrance and encouragement for our children as well. And you think about it. What do we do in communion? Communion is, Jesus says, as often as you do this, remember me. It creates a memorial. This bread and the Jews gives us a memorial, something to look back to, to encourage us in those times where maybe we're feeling discouraged with whatever we've got going on in a day. But let's get started with prayer. And then we'll get into our time of communion. We'll go through our filters and then get into our time of communion after that. Heavenly Father, I pray for everybody who's watching or listening, their families, their friends, everybody connected to them, and all of our church and governmental leaders. And I thank you for releasing us from darkness and transferring us into the light, into the kingdom of your dear Son. I thank you for your purpose and grace given to us in Christ Jesus before time ever began. And I thank you that Jesus was smitten for us so that you could fight for us. And I keep asking that you, the Father of glory, would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we would know you better. That the eyes of our hearts would be enlightened to know the hope to which you've called us and the riches of your glorious inheritance that is in us and the immeasurable greatness of your power to us who believe the same power that you exercised in Christ when you raised him from the dead and seated him at your right hand in heavenly places. Far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And you put all things under his feet and made him to be the head of the body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. And Father, I ask you to bless us. To make your face shine upon us, let us find grace and favor in your eyes. Expand our borders and our territory. Expand our capacity to receive your purpose and grace and everything you've given us in Christ. And to let it flow through us so that we do good and are a blessing to people all over the world. Keep your hand on us and help us do today what's right and best in your eyes. And do it with peace and joy and confidence in you. We ask you to send us opportunities to do good and be a blessing today. 
and help us be sensitive to those opportunities. And keep your hand on us, or stretch out your hand to heal and do signs and wonders and keep us from evil and pain. Through the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All right, let's go through our filters for today. Oh, these filters are short things that I write at the top of my journal every night. As a way to stay in rhythm with God, as a way to stay in sync with Him, as a way to give me memorials, little nudges back in the right direction, just in case I ever get off track, as a way to filter my decision-making. And I like to start with the big picture vision. For me personally, that's Abundant Life Training Centers all over the world, making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. Our program, The Abundant Life Blueprint, it started about 10 years ago when Proverbs 13.22 changed the course of my life. It says, a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. And that verse inspired me to start creating manuals and lessons and teaching for all the different areas of life. But when I got started, I had no clue where to start. My own life needed some help at the time. So I began to seek after God. I began to totally immerse myself in the things of God. And he was so faithful. He began to show up again, to teach me, began to train me. He taught me this whole new way to live, this completely different realm of living that I'd never known before. A completely different way to operate my life. Where we make him the source, we make him the center. We learn how to rest and trust in him. We learn how to walk in the light as he is in the light. And when we walk in the light, we have fellowship with God, fellowship with one another. We're walking in faith and love and forgiveness and humility and gratitude in all circumstances. But it takes a firm decision to walk in the light every day. I had to learn how to walk this out. I wavered in this for a while, learning how to walk these things out. Went through some struggles at times. And I began to document what God was taking me through and the things I was learning. And it turned into a series of books and courses and blueprints. And now partners that we have called the Abundant Life Blueprint. And the vision is to build Abundant Life training centers all over the world that are implementing these blueprints with thriving communities of people working together in unity, making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. And then this year in 2022, our filter has been the year of the beautiful land. In the Old Testament, God promised the people he's going to give them the best and most beautiful land in the world as their inheritance, as their promised land. And that's symbolic for us of this rich inheritance that we have in Christ. All of these promises that we have in him. And in him, all the promises are yes and amen. And this year, God's been teaching us how to walk in those promises, to possess them and to keep them by filling up the basket of praise. We've talked about the example of two baskets on a balancing scale. On one side, you got a basket full of all the issues and problems that we face. And we could fill that basket up with venting and complaining and pouting, stress and frustration, toiling away in our mind, trying to figure everything out. Or we could cast those cares over into that basket. We can turn around and we can start filling up the basket of praise. Praising God for who he is. That he's our healer. He's our provider. He's more than enough. He's the God of all peace. The God of all hope. The God of all comfort. He's an ever-present help. He's light. He's love. He's the Lord Almighty. He's the King of kings and the Lord of lords. 
We can start praising him for all the promises that we have in Christ. Because for whatever problem we threw into that basket, there's a promise for us. We start praising him for who he is and we start praising him for his promises to us. We believe, we receive, we start resting and trusting in that promise. And then we start praising him for what we've seen him do in our life. And that's where we need some memorials. Some memorials to give us remembrance, to give us reminders of all that he's already done for us in our life. These memorials can help us to keep filling up that basket of praise. And then this month, like we said, our filter has been recording our journey. We've been believing God for a systematic way for us to record our journey. Because when the when the Old Testament, when the people went from Egypt to the Promised Land, God had Moses record the journey with the stages and phases along the way. And in a similar way for us, I believe recording our journey is an important step. But we need some memorials along the way. And then this week, as we've been going around the yearly cycle, think of the yearly cycle like a circle of a year. Like a 360 degree view of who God is and all that he's done for us in Christ. Different times of the year. Give us different glimpses, different angles, different views of him. And this time of year right now in November, I found is a major time of transition. If you're experiencing major transitions going on in your life right now, that's probably God. That's normal for this time of year. Since I've started walking with God and these blueprints began to develop. Something I feel like he began to teach me is this time of year. He's often transitioning us to the next level. But sometimes that can look scary. Sometimes that can look uncertain. Because there's a lot of change going on. Things are moving. God's moving the pieces around. He's repositioning things to bring out the best in us. And during these times, God often opens doors. He begins to make miraculous things happen. Sometimes when there looks like there is no way, he begins to open a way. And when we get those victories, we need to create some memorials as a way to keep remembering those things. So Heavenly Father, we're asking for your help today. We're asking you to help us create memorials like the people did in the Old Testament as a remembrance of the victories that you gave them, as a remembrance of the the miraculous things that you did in their lives. We're asking for you to teach us about this, to help us to walk in this and to apply this consistently in our lives the way that you intended. We're going to take communion over this today. Why do we take communion? Jesus says, as often as you do this, remember me. So we do it every day as an opportunity, as a memorial to remember him. The Apostle Paul says, every time you take communion, you're proclaiming the death of Jesus. And in the case of a will or an inheritance, nothing happens until you prove the death. So in a way, communion is like an activation that sets in motion all the benefits of this new covenant. So we're believing as we take communion today that God's, we're receiving this from him. We're setting this in motion in our life. This is a turning point in our life. We're going to start walking in this concept of memorials from this point on in our life. So Heavenly Father, we thank you that on the night Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and said, this is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. We'd all missed it. We'd all gone astray. It all messed up. And God laid upon Jesus the punishment that we deserved. And by his stripes we've been healed. 
He was crushed and destroyed by God, smitten by God, so that we could be right and holy and perfect in his sight, all through his one sacrifice. And God raised him up from the dead and seated him at his right hand. And he raised us up together with him and made us sit together with him. He made us one with him. And communion is supposed to be a celebration of our union with God, being joined back together as one with him again. It's a time for us to remember and to celebrate that today. So, Father, I thank you for this bread and ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your bread, you can take your bread. And after supper, Jesus took the cup. He said, this is the cup of the new covenant. In my blood, poured out for the forgiveness of sins for many. And it's the forgiveness of sins that releases us from darkness and transfers us into the light, into the kingdom of Jesus. And he's a great king. His blood washes us and cleanses us, gives us a fresh start in life. We get to walk out this day today connected with God in a covenant relationship with him, in a partnership with him. So, Father, I thank you for this cup and ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have a juice, you can take a juice. All right, so after our time of communion, we usually talk about some practical application into our health and fitness. Because I truly believe physical exercise is meant to teach us how to exercise our faith. And so in our health and fitness, we need to be recording our journey. I think recording our journey is one of the most important keys to success. How can we create some markers in time, some memorials to show our progress over time in our health and fitness? So we're also believing God to help us do that. And to walk in that today as well. But I hope this has been helpful for you today. If you'd like to be a part of what we're doing in the Abundant Life Blueprint, you can go to the Abundant Life Training Center.com.